Where's our music coming from? Uh, I don't know, but we're back. We're so. back. Uh, yeah, say. Let's just. Do you want to just start again on like on one? Yeah. Do you want to see if we can hear us, Russ? First. When uh, no. Well, I can hear us in the head. So. Can you hear us on that? Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Let's okay. get a little bit of music playing though. Okay, that's fine. Um, hello, future Liam, and hello, public. This hello, is everybody. This is LDB Melodies plus Luke Week Sixer. We are going to talk about many things, including George Ezra, Jack White, and whatever we want to talk about. Well, so Luke, I'm just gonna. Oh, and this week we don't have uh, all around the world, but we have all around the world wrestling entertainment. Yes, as everyone knows, WrestleMania is coming up two weeks so away. So we are going to talk. Tune in Best wrestling themes. Mm. Tune into me and Luke's wrestling podcast next year. <laughs> we're gonna have it. We're telling you. We actually probably should because we both know a lot about. Um, we're both wrestling. very versed in the wrestling world. So, um, Liam, what topic would you like to get into first? Um, I'm just gonna do my George Ezra review because. Do you know George Ezra went to Ben? Did he go to Ben? Yeah, and he got called out, and it was like he got called out halfway through to like be a pop star. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, his first album, uh, Wanted on a Voyage, came out in 2014, and I recently discovered it was the third best-selling album of that year. Was it? Yeah, it was behind Sam Smith by Sam Smith and <laughs> and Multiplied by Ed Sheeran. But, like, George Ezra, I didn't think he was as popular as he was. I just thought he was... I feel like, like those are the kind of fans that will still buy albums. To be honest, Ed Sheeran, Sam Smith, and Jose are all very similar artists. Yeah. But, like, George Ezra, I think he's a very one-note sing- singer. I really like... He's the one who's like, my heart's in Budapest, my very Yeah, no, I feel like his voice doesn't lend itself to a huge variety of songs. See, I was the same. And then when I went into a second album, I was like, okay, George, you can prove me wrong. If it's not a... G- oh, Ooh, I'm sorry. a nice noise. Sorry, I was playing um, Springs. I went into a second album called Staying at Tamaras. Tamaras? Tamaras, Tamaras. Tamaras. I, I knew a girl called Tamara once. Did you? Was, was she, was I never she, stated hers, though. Was she up inspired you to write an album? <laughs> no. No? Well, um, after his first album, I was like, eh, it's okay. I really liked Budapest. I liked, I liked his singles, but his album as a whole, it's very similar. Every single song sounds yeah, the exact same. Like and to be honest, Staying at Tamara's is the exact same. Yeah. I listened to it last week. Okay. <laughs> I'm staying at Tamaris, <laughs> did it with treasure chest. My mouse is in Ker Paris. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, My mind is at Tamaris. <laughs> the opening song, Pretty Shining People, is a pretty good song. Pretty Shining People is a pretty good song. Yeah. But um, after that, it's the only song in the album that stays in like the real world. But after that, he decides to write about a fantasy gap year. Oh. Yeah. Uh. And then it just goes off a cliff. I'm not surprised. Absolute cliff. He has Getaway, Paradise, all sound very similar. I didn't like any of the song. I was on the train yesterday. <laughs> I didn't like any of them. I didn't like a single song. I liked the opening track because he wasn't talking boasting about, like, like you know that lad in um, secondary school who would be like, oh, I went to Portugal, I got with so many girls, I got so drunk. Yeah. This is George Ezra, but he's... Which is strange because I went to Portugal every year and got very drunk. I got with loads of girls. No, I didn't get with loads of girls. No, I got with one, and no one believed me. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Um. Well, to be honest, he comes across as just like he said in an interview that the album is based off his mind, not real life experiences. I just feel like real life can't encapsulate my <laughs> artistic ability. I'm such a boring person, so that the only thing that can come across yeah, my imagination is the only thing that's interesting about me. But. Gap years, uh, would you go on a gap year? If I had the means to, sure. But <laughs> would you write music about it? Probably not, because it'd probably be shit. Right, we can try come across with a come up on the spot with a gap year song. You give me a tune and I'll just blow up. I did a lot of drugs in Portugal, Amsterdam. oh Amsterdam, and then I decided that I was done with the drugs. I still smoked a lot of weed in the Amsterdam. But then, then I, I went to college and studied foreign English degree. English degree. <laughs> <laughs> That's gap year. So 
So staying at Tamara Tours as well, I'll give it a 2 out of 5, but to be honest, it's all his imagination. It's not very original. He's not a very imaginative person. Basically, wanted on the voyage without his sincerity on it. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, okay. George, if you're listening, but you're probably not. Do you so, you mentioned Jack White. What's going I on with Jack White? about to talk about him. Nice. Do you so know Jack sync. White? I know Jack White. What do you know about Jack White? Uh, I know that he was in, you know, The White Stripes. I know yeah. that Icky Thump is a great song. Icky Thump? So... I've actually completely forgot the name of this new album. Give me a second. You talk about Jack White for a second. Uh, so Jack White. <laughs> completely. Uh, I don't know that much about Jack White. His he music say, is very weird. Yeah. Um, there we go. Okay. Oh, yeah. Liam has his news. Good, because I cannot okay. come up with the yeah, same no, thing to say about Jack White. Stuff. But his new album is called Boarding House Blues. And to be honest, go listen to this album straight away. It's great, is it? Is really good. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. The opening song on it, which is called I can't remember the name of the song, but the opening song. It's called s- opening song number one, o- Jack White. Opening song by Jack White. Um, it is called "Connected by Love" is the name of it, and it starts like your typical Jack White song. So it starts off dum 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 dum. Connected by love. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeds to do 90 minutes of an album verse. <laughs> <laughs> then he continues yeah. with 90 minutes of just pure great music. Well, Connected by Love is a pretty normal Jack White song. And then it goes really, 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 really weird. How weird? The what kind of weird? The best, best kind of weird? The best of weird. Best of weird. Nice. That's the best kind of weird. From <laughs> track two, which is called Why Walk a Dog to... I've lost my mouse. But I think it's about 10 tracks. Oh, no. To track 11, which is called What Done Is Done. It is like, he decided that with his new album, he didn't want to use just guitar and that he wanted to use like electronic, like uh, alteration on his ukulele and whatnot. Thank you, Luke. His ukulele and whatnot. It was bothering me, so I fixed your mic. It was too close to my, um... It's too close to your nose. Yeah, it was really close to my nose. Close to your mouth. I don't want to sniff the microphone, but I thought, "Mm, maybe I will. Um... But the thing I like most about this album is the song titles. You want to know some of these weird song titles? Yeah, go ahead. Abula and Arcarizia. Nice. Hypermisonophonia. Ice Days and okay. Zebra. Okay. And my personal favorite, Emer- Esmeralda Steals the Show. But That sounds like a story. Yeah. But if you want to listen to an album this week, listen to Jack White's new album because it is experiments with music at this stage of his career he's like i've made a lot of good albums so i might as well make as much weirdness as i can explore you gotta cement that weird legacy absolutely he's kind of a weird guy what do you know about him that like cements his weirdness he used to say that meg white was his was his sister who's meg white the jobber from the white stripes really who is his wife i just know the white stripes but i don't know much about them Personally, that's all I really know. She was above. She was okay as a I drummer. Thought, what do you call the lead singer of the Cure? I don't know. I always get that mixed up because he looks very similar to him. Well, when you see Jack White, you think musician. So I imagine there's a lot of musicians. <laughs> there's like many musicians in the world, yeah. <laughs> including Jack White. Um, yeah, but if you want to listen to this album, go ahead. Not my choice. <laughs> it's 50-50. Uh, what else came out this week? We had a new Code Line song. Oh, it was I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it is like Code Line lyrics, Steve, and they're, they brought a DJ in for it to do their backing track, and it comes across really well. I'm glad uh, to hear I always like to hear about artists that I know doing well. Let me see if I can find the name of this. Because my friend Stuart McKinley, if he's listening, um, he's a big Code Line fan. McKinley. McKinley. Oh, oh McKinley. Yeah. Like, like in Glee. Or Shane. No, he's McKinley. Yeah. What is this new song called? Who's? Code Line. I know. Uh, I don't know. I don't listen to Code Line. I'm a terrible guest having a music show. I know. It's when the wrestling comes on, I'm going to be really, really useful. Once we get to wrestling, we're flying. Yeah. What is this called? Oh my god. Ready. Wait, wait. Let's get ready to listen to Codaline. Okay, to 
be honest. Total line, it doesn't matter where your new song's called. I know you're playing in Malahide in July. Um, but besides that, your new song's pretty funky. It's very... I wouldn't be is their new song. I wouldn't be. <laughs> to be honest, at this stage, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know Look up new line yeah. song and find know, out for I yourself. I the new Kudaline song and Brother came up, and that's like a year old at this stage. I don't know. People that's figure it out for yourselves. Don't don't rely follow on your me fire. Follow your fire. Is follow your fire. Song. That's the name. It's not even that good, but <laughs> I just wanted to get the name for it. Look, Liam went through a lot of effort to find that song. I feel like you should listen I went to it. Three separate Google searches for that. I feel like if you looked up Kudaline. And went no, I did news. search code line with like all I want on like high hopes and shit. Oh. But like they're really it got a million views in three days. Um the oh, that's so- pretty good. Yeah, they're probably the most successful Irish band. The second most Irish uh, artist. YouTube. Besides you two. You two don't count. You two's in a world of Lizzie. Non dead. <laughs> non old. <laughs> I mean like contemporary like Irish music. Yeah. The second most successful will you s- will surprise you. Do you know Gavin James? He is huge abroad. He's not even big in Ireland, but abroad he's huge. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Our Irish music is doing pretty good. And speaking of an Irish musician, is the band by the name of Picture This. Do you know them? Are they uh, from, I think they're them. from Dundalk. Are they? I don't think they could be. Jesus. Jimmy. No, not Jimmy. Ryan. Jeez, I'm so unprofessional. Ryan something. Is a lead singer of pictures, and he is from Dundalk because thanks to our good friend Kara Burns, he informed me that he played many times at the Spirit Store, but now he does not. That bastard. Yeah, I know. Picture This released their new song called Morning, but the song itself is very picture this. Picture this is all slow ballads that talk about love and feelings and how <laughs> we're so lucky to be in love with women and men, and we're all great. But we're all pieces. The, yeah, the only thing I took away from the new song I'm is that... This, I'm sorry, I'm playing with the balloons for the last five minutes. I'm going to bop it over there. Play with the balloons. So I don't get the only thing about their new song, what I noticed, is that um, they ripped off their advertisement from the 1975. Did they? Yeah. Uh, 1975, do their... It sounds so stupid, but no one I know really did it. But it was like... Um, they just write it on a piece of a very specific A4 piece of paper, the lyrics, and yeah. then put it up to the lyrics. Oh, yeah, no, uh, re- uh, a girl we both know. Rebecca? Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she put it up on Twitter being like, could they copy the 1975 more? Completely ripped it off. And with how I know they ripped it off even more, uh. that they're confirmed big 1975 fans. They yeah. supported them in Belfast, where Belsonic last year. That's not what you want. Come on, guys. Follow your own path. Yeah. Like, I'm all for taking inspiration from musicians. From yeah, but, like, music, you but know, don't, 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 copy, don't just straight up copy them. Yeah. I feel, like um, that's, I feel like that's an issue in itself. No, it is, definitely. And my last new piece of music news is from a band called Snow Patrol. Do you like Snow Patrol? I like... I am aware of Snow Patrol. They have released a new song two days ago. What's it called? Oh, come on, Liam. Tell us. Um, Tell the people what they want um, to know. It is called... Oh, wow, he's such a terrible host. If I were listening to this show, I would turn it off and never listen again. Because Liam can't tell me the title of a new Snow Patrol song. What an utter, utter piece of... It is called Don't Give In. Oh, we got it at the last minute. I just completely home run that. But I don't like it. (gasps) I know. I'm a big Snow Patrol fan. But Apparently not. The see, this is weird for me because normally with music, I'm a big fan of the uh, lyricism, but I'm not a fan of the instrumentals. Because I normally find oh, yeah? that if you have lyrics, or not lyrics, yeah, if you're a band and you have lyrics, I'm probably gonna <laughs> like you. If you have uh, a strong vocal performer, I find that the it always like overpowers the instruments in it. Yeah. But the instruments. Instruments. The instruments. But the instruments of this song is really strong. But Johnny Gallagher, Gallagher, sorry, not Gallagher. Um, his vocals in this sounds really raspy. It sounds yeah. like I'm singing in snow. I'm singing in the rain. Dun, dun. It was the first song in seven years, and it's so 
was very, very, very mediocre. One of the guys from Snow Patrol is married to Courtney Cox. The lead singer, Johnny Gallagher. Yeah. Yes, Courtney Cox put on Twitter, she was like, this song is the bomb. It is not. Friends cast member. What? Who's your favorite Friends cast member? Uh, Matt LeBlanc, because Episodes is really good. And he puts on Top Gear now? It's shit. (laughs) With him in it? Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Not because of him. Yeah, it's not good, though. It it, it dips in quality. I was never a big Top Gear guy. Oh, I like Top Gear. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's very, very bad. Matt LeBlanc, more like Matt LeBlanc. More like Matt Le episodes was good, but Top Gear sucks. Yeah, no. no Woo, catchy joke. No, that is fair. Um, so yes, Snow Patrol also announced new gigs for Ireland. They announced five dates in Cork, two, Dublin, one, and Belfast, one, and one in Wexford. Fantastic. So yeah, so who really cares? But Liam edited a song into this bit. Give me a song for this one. Give me a song. Not to play, but more to like hum. Yeah, comes the worst though. Okay, so it is time for Rap Pack presented by Lane Brun, co-hosted for this week by Luke Keenan. That's a long title, you gotta fix that. Rap Pack? Oh, that's not the name of my segment. It's technically called Wrapping Paper. What if you call it just the Wrap Up? The Wrap. Why don't you start your own music show and come up with a hip-hop related <laughs> segment that has an superior name to mine? Burn. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good name. Um, right, we're just gonna fly through this in your latest hip hop news. Um <laughs> Do you know do you know Tiffany Haddish? No. She presented Saturday Night Live uh towards the end of last year and she was really good on it. And she was in Girl Script, Queen Latifah. Really strong box office. Ever heard of it? No. Well, she's an actress and she revealed that someone bit Beyonce's face. <laughs> <laughs> you seem stunned. Yeah. At a Jay Z concert last December, someone went to Beyonce and bit her right on the cheekbone. Jesus. And now there's rumors everywhere coming out about hashtag who bit Beyonce. Did bite Beyonce? No one knows at the moment. I know. Why um, is this in hip hop news? Because why the Jay Z is kind of related. This could have been regular music news. Is it because she's black, Liam? Are you a racist? Yes. Um, at least you admit it. Well, apparently the people that were there at the moment when she got bit was Rihanna, James Franco, French Montana, Queen Latifah, G-Eazy, Sarah Lachin, and Sarah Foster. What a hilarious group of people. Yeah. To be well, not so much James Franco at the moment. Yeah, he's not. no one's a fan of him right now. No, not me, that's for sure. But... <laughs> LBD uh, Melodies condones sexual assault. We don't condone it. No, you do. You do, you Just creep. We don't support. No, you creep. I'm not a creep. But apparently everyone wants to know who bit Beyonce. Because if you bit Beyonce, call into the studio right now. Do, 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 or text do, LBD Melodies to 125.com and tell us who you think bit Beyonce. My money is on her sister with the name that sounds like orange. Salonia. 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 Okay. Actually, I bet it was James Franco. Yeah, well, it definitely was. He's a weird guy. He's the most likely to bite someone. Never yeah, mind. If honest. I was in a room with all those people, it would definitely be Queen Latifah or James Franco. Mm, definitely not both. But it is time for... Oh, so did I leave this to last? No, I'm going to leave this to last because it's my favorite piece of news I have heard in a long ass time. Okay. Um, hip hop logic currently has ten percent of the Billboard charts to his name following the release of Bobby Tarantino Two. Do you know Logic? I know Logic. Hit a suicide anthem or anti suicide anthem. Yeah. Yeah, I re- I like that song when it came out, but then I realized it has the worst lyric in a long time. What is the lyric? It's like it's like I'm feeling low, I'm feeling my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind, and then he just goes. It was like really good about uh, self harm, don't do it and stuff, yeah. and then he just goes, "Who can relate?" And I was like, "Oh, that's a good lyric." I was like, "Who can relate?" And he goes, "Woo!" <laughs> he woos after his "Who can relate," and it does not fit into the song. Okay. Um, but his uh, Bobby Tarantino too is his 
third album that's hit number one in the Billboard charts in America. Good for Logic. Good for Logic. Have you listened to it? No. Well, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ah, fair enough. Do you know Cardi B? Yeah, I know Cardi B. Do you? I'm aware of her. I find that really surprising. <laughs> I don't think she was part of your scene. She's part of the zeitgeist. Okay, fair enough. Well, she's revealed today that her album, Invasion of Privacy, is going to be released on April 6th. I'm not particularly excited. Her new album cover, she revealed, and I'm going to show it to you now, looks like this. Okay. She looks like Marilyn Monroe with short hair and a chessboard. No, she looks kind of like a wannabe Lady Gaga. Yeah. Lady Gaga's doing really good for herself. Good for Lady Gaga. She's going to be, I think she's going to win an Oscar in 2019. You heard it here first. Why? She's going to be in the remade remake of A Star Is Born, which is Bradley Cooper's first directorial effort. She won't win an Oscar. I'm going to say that right now. I think she'll be nominated at least. Uh, She could be. Yeah, that's my money. And now for my favorite... (laughs) I don't even know why that's my favorite. My favorite story of Rap Pack this week is do you know DMX? I can't stand DMX because he has a lot of animal cruelty charges to his name. Yes! Wow! DMX, X gonna give it to you, is currently in trial for tax evasion. He is a piece of shit human. He is a piece of shit, but... <laughs> no, the tax evasion I don't mind, but he's like, killed dogs and stuff. Is that what he did? Like, yeah. what do you know about his animal Oh, uh, Graham and me went through it once on a show, and Graham was like, first I'm gonna kill your dog, then I'm gonna kill your cat, then I'm gonna kill your fish. Oh, let it go! It's gonna give it to your dog, then gonna give it to your cat, then. <laughs> That's really good. But, he's currently on trial for tax evasion, and his lawyer decided that the only thing to sway the jury is by playing his music to them. Oh my god. He's decided that. Well, he pleaded guilty to a tax bill of $1.7 million last November. He also failed a drug test. But the only way that the jury will like him if, is if they listen to such songs versus Illa, such as The Combo and X Gone Give It To You. He probably made a shit ton of money off of Deadpool. He probably taxed the invaders all of that. Yeah, that's though. what I'm saying. Yeah. Deadpool 2 is coming out soon. Yeah, it is. Oh! My last piece. We already talked about this earlier today in our own private <laughs> place. In our X-rated conversations. <laughs> but the NRA, National Republican Gun Association. That's definitely not what it's called. National about. Rifle Association. <laughs> that's not. But they're Republicans anyway. <laughs> but uh, Killer Mike. And Democrats. That's not. Let's shoot them in as well. Yeah. Okay. They're uh, repo- politicians. They're all bastards. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Screw you, politicians. But Killer Mike of Run the Joes this week came under fire after he was supporting gun ownership in a video which not only was about gun ownership, but he appeared in a video from the NRA's YouTube channel. Fudge. But basically... What Can I curse one more time? Yeah, go for it. Fuck him. But his point was that he feels that... Uh, the black community to get as much guns as the white community get, but to appear in an NRA, even his point was kind of stupid. No guns. That's at a all. stupid point. Yeah, he's come under such fire. His uh, band member LP came out and said, uh, "Killer Mike's a really nice guy, but he doesn't agree with his opinion at all." Yeah. Look, okay. I don't care what your stance on gun control is. If you're some guy who lives in the backwoods and wants a gun so he can hunt, whatever. But supporting the NRA which is an evil, horrible organization, Yeah, is, I would, no, you know what was, the funny thing is, my dad, who lived in America for a while, used to just enjoy, like, he would, like, take a trip every once in a while and go hunting, and, like, while he was in America, keep in mind, this was, like, 20 years ago, he had an NRA membership card. Yeah. Because he was just, like, a hunter, that was, it was, like, it wasn't such a big thing back then. So he could get the And now he's, like, Jesus Christ, the NRA are evil. They're so evil. But yeah. he's came out and claimed that he <laughs> his reasoning for um, being in an NRA video was, and I quote, 
I took a move out of one of my hero's books, Dr. Martin, Martin Luther King, and I sat with people who I might not always agree with. I did an interview about black gun ownership in this era. That interview was used a week later by NRA TV to disparage a very noble campaign that I actually support. So basically, he didn't So he supports the campaign of give black people guns instead of take all the guns away Yeah, he everybody. He feels like if you're going to take away the guns away, you can't take the guns away unless that the whites and the blacks both have have as much guns as each other. This guy sounds like a fucking idiot, I'm not gonna lie. To be honest, I was really annoyed by this because I am a huge Rondas Joes fan and it's kind of ruined your music for me. He just sounds like an idiot. He, yeah, he is. He spent his whole the last few days just, he replied. Now, I'm not saying that gun ownership, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that gun ownership doesn't, yeah. there is a shocking difference, but I feel like he really doesn't understand the complexity of an issue that he is currently at the forefront of being on the NRA's personal channel. Well, he says that he just wants to live in a world where his kids can get a gun if they need it. How about, why wouldn't he want his kids to live in a world when no one has a gun? Well, like, I don't know. I don't, like... I understand that that's idealistic and possibly unrealistic, but, like, oh, this... Oh my god. He went way too far away. If I ever had kids, I wouldn't want them anywhere near a gun. Well, he says... Um, ever! He says that he's an ally of the young people, and that he wants to... The young people don't want guns! But he said he supports young people, and he says that the young people, especially who are self-motivated, self-organized, I am an ally with and always an advocate for you. Simply saying this to say that my interview with the NRA, who we all don't agree with, was supposed to be something that continued the conversation or that helped conversation happen and I that I felt needed to happen. This guy just sounds like an idiot who did something yeah. stupid. No, he did something stupid. Like, no. I'm not saying he's a... I don't think he's a bad person. Yeah. But I feel like he's just not a smart person. Well, if you listen to his lyrics in Run the Jewels, his lyricism is very smart but like I was really frustrated because in a festival last year I think it was an electric picnic but it could have been wireless in London it was all about like saying how we need to stop killing each other and all like the normal like uh yeah, but I want my kids to get a gun if they want one yeah but like Ronda Joe's music has always been like anti not anti-government but anti-guns and like anti-violence so why does he want his kids to have guns I don't know I don't know well, he is. No, he sounds like an idiot. We're just gonna drop the topic here, and we're gonna go into our main event. Topic. Oh, are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? This evening's main event is all around the world, but it is not all around the world. There's a twist coming up. You already hear this twist? Oh, it's such a it good goddamn twist. I'm gonna make sure I get the right name. I'm gonna give it a drum roll. Okay, go for it. All around the world wrestling entertainment. <laughs> Explosions everywhere. Okay, right. I'm gonna completely turn off my laptop because we're gonna, Get that ha we're tech gonna have out of here. a second long conversation about wrestling and a long conversation. I readjust myself and we readjust our mics. Liam realized it probably wasn't a good idea. Now let's put it back to normal. Solium. You can actually, if you want, you can take this segment. I'm gonna take this. Oh! Welcome to the Luke Show, everybody! You have 20 minutes and you do whatever the hell you want with it. First thing I'm gonna do. Fuck! The crowd goes wild. It is all cursing all the time on the Luke Show. I meant the segment, not the show's rules. Well, this is the segment rules, motherfucker! Oh, the lights went out. Swipe! Swipe! Okay. Swipe with your hands, everybody. It's okay. We can do this we're in the dark. To, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have. You know, you know what this actually reminds me of? Undertaker. Bum bum. Bum. So explain what the segment's bum. gonna be. We are going to talk about the best of the best in wrestling theme songs. Okay, so we might as well take this bit by bit. So we should go. So first of all. Wrestlers who are no longer active. Let's talk about them first. Um, well... I'll tell you what, we'll do past, present, and overall at the end. 
Okay. And we'll do it in kind of a list form. So right. let's each give our top three for each one old wrestling theme songs. Okay, you go first. Just well, retired wrestlers. We don't have to give our lists all together. Okay. We can just name an item of our list, talk about it, and then. First so one comes to mind. I have one. Okay, go ahead. Hulk Hogan. I wanna be an American. I don't know if that's the lyrics, but right. So no, it is. I wanna be an American. No, it's I am a real American. Last one. Uh, it fits them very well. Yeah, I think it's so American. It's very iconic. Yeah, it still holds up. I feel. Yeah. It's still used today, even if you look at the "It's Always Sunny" episode about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, they have the. Oh, what's their wrestler called? I can't remember. Roddy Piper? It was Roddy Piper playing him. I can't remember his actual name. Uh, The Maniac. The Maniac. The Maniac loves you. <laughs> <laughs> the Maniac wants to thank you. Yeah. Um, but I love... Hulk, Hulkamania runs wild when I listen to this song. And I don't really have much to say about it. I don't know a lot about it. But I know Hulk Hogan, personally, he was all... Was he 80s or 70s? Mostly. 80s. 80s, yeah. The amount of people that heard this song played because they won all the bloody time. I am a real American. That's Fight for the rights of man. Come on! <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's a good one. I'm gonna hit you with one. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Do you know. Are you familiar with Rage Against the Machine? Yes. They have a song called Bulls on Parade. Uh-huh. That's Steve Austin's theme song. They wanted to use Bulls on Parade, and they couldn't, so they the got... Stone Cold, like, Bob Stone Cold or Beautiful is Steve Austin? Stone Cold Steve Austin. The, with the glass That Rage Against the Machine. No, they wanted a Rage Against the Machine type song, and Bulls on Parade specifically, but they couldn't get, like, the rights to it, so they got Jim Johnson to basically redo Bulls on Parade in a different key and stuff. That is actually crazy. Yeah. Jim Johnson's amazing. I think, is he close to retirement? He was fired. He was fired? Recently? Yeah, CFO Money took over. And they're not oh. as good. That's not good at all. Yeah. Okay, see, my next one. But that glass breaking, that is just... If you, even if if you, you want to pop a wrestling crowd in any arena... Like, even if it was, like... Stone Cold Steve Austin, even though he's, like, not, like, in the game, or not the game, in, like, the company as much anymore. Even if we were watching, like, the main event of WrestleMania 34, is it? Uh, Brock Lesnar against Roman Reigns. Yeah. It, completely unrelated story, but it was near the end, and you heard the glass break, you're like, Steve Austin! You know what? matter what he's coming into. Dean Ambrose theme is such a... Rip? Yeah. I love the Matt. Oh, it's a song really similar. Best yeah. theme out of this shield. Yeah. Actually, we'll get to that later. But, see, my next one is kind of such a cop-out because technically he's not retired anymore. If you asked me last week, I would have said uh, Daniel Bryan, Flight of the Valkyries. Yeah. I just love that. Ba ba da ba 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 da ba ba See, I'm gonna use that anyway because my old school wrestling isn't as good as my new school wrestling. Yeah. But I felt like that theme itself, it just fit. It fit so well for his character. Yeah. So like, uh, going into war as an underdog, like I felt like Daniel Bryan yeah. is the ultimate underdog. He really is. Um. Mm. Evolution had a great one as well. Do you know what it is? Evolution. It was Motorhead, but I think it's actually better than Triple H's theme song. Both of them. We'll get to that. It's all about the play. Um. Yeah. And so more gas. Yeah. All right. So I've given two. Uh, my third one. Yeah. Vince McMahon's <gasps> Limp Biscuit song. What Limp Biscuit one? His theme's Limp Biscuit. Is it? No chance. No, that's you what you got. Is that Limp Biscuit? That's not Limp Biscuit, man. 
Is it not? No. I thought it was. No. Biscuit has done uh, American Badass Undertaker and the theme for many a Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Put it there, put it there. Come on. Tell me what you want to do now. Yeah, no, it was a bad, it was a bad one. Would anyway, it be, would it be too old for um, Vince McMahon? I don't. Limp Bizkit did not do Vince McMahon's theme. And no chance. That's what you get. Well, that's my uh, my third, my number one wrestling old theme of all time. Yeah. Um. Got a lot of Google. Vince McMahon, two seventy two at the moment. I'm gonna hit you with one. N W O. That was a great thing. Better than the X's? Um, I don't know. I just love it. I prefer it personally. Sorry, I'm trying to think. You, you can talk a little. Are bit. you ready? Don't, don't. No, yeah, D X is better. Break it down. Degeneration X. Oh well. It's no chance anyway, and if you want to listen to it, go go out or something. Okay. So present. Let's go into present. Um. One thing comes into my head. Burn it down! Boom! I loved before the burn it down came into, and I even when it was. And I just. Yeah. I was like, that's such a good song. It's what made WrestleMania 31 iconic in my mind. It's just hearing that theme hit. And then I was like, what I heard. Dumb. Don't. Go for it. That's around. There's a lot of double basing going on at his. Oh, well, Seth Rollins' song, I feel like it really suits his character. It really does. Like, I feel like if he had the money in the bank now, if you, like, went back to the old WrestleMania and heard, like, his. If you heard Burn It Down. Yeah, it would have. Burn It Down! Oh, that would have been amazing, you're right. Yeah. Well, that's my first one that comes to my head. But what comes to your head? Dum, 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 dum. Whoop, whoop. Marty Skrulls is amazing. The villain. <laughs> it is such a goddamn good theme. Really and it's, if you talk about suiting a character, oh my god, it's amazing. Are we allowed to go outside WWE? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. It's amazing. It's the best. Well, why? It just fits his character so well. Not gonna lie. It's just the piano bit of here, you know. Dun, 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 dun. And then when it comes in with the whoop, whoop. I think he's one of the best character wrestlers in the world. Oh, he's probably the best. Because when I didn't know about him, see, to be perfectly honest with you, I never heard of him before he joined Bullet Club. Oh, I was I was a fan for about a year before really? that. Really? Yeah. See, when I first saw Murder Scroll, I saw his mask when he was like, uh, Kenny Omega was like, and every club needs a villain. And I thought, he reminded me of um, Assassin's Creed 2, the doctors who had the mask. That's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. Has he ever revealed his inspiration behind it? He literally was just like, I thought it was cool. Yeah, that's really good. He says he like picked up a bunch of stuff along the way. He's still young too. I think he has a big career ahead of him. Oh, he has a massive career ahead of him. He's a guy that I think will end up in WWE. Yeah, no, I could see him being intercontinental. I could see him being overall champ. Really? He's amazing. Ooh. Oh no, sir. We'll see, we'll see. Um my next modern day pick is Let me have a little think for a second. Oh, Oh, see, I'm in two minds about this one. But if he was still a face, I would choose uh, Sami Zayn. Oh, 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 Let's go! Dun, 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 it does, because he's so arrogant and, like, over the top. Yeah, I guess. It's, like, such a feel-good song. It is. If you just wanted to, like, cheer oh, yourself up. Oh, 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 oh. 
I need oh, like, oh, oh, oh. the crowd cheering along to it. Yeah. Everyone goes, let's go! Yeah. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> he d that kid deserves the world. Yeah, he does. He's amazing. What age of a man is he? He's probably about 30. Yeah, I'm gonna have a little look. He's about 30, 32, I'm gonna say. Yeah, have a little look now. Well, I don't really have much to say about the song because it literally has... It's a ska song. No, yeah, it's all about like getting the fans to pump. Yeah. But what will be your second choice? Dum 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 Nakamura's yeah. is fantastic. Absolutely. It is so good. Combined with the rest of his entrance and stuff. The piano's done by... When I watch his New Japan stuff and I see his entrance, I'm like, oh, no, his WWE theme is so much better. It's not the same. No. Really? I didn't know that. I did not know that It's just so goddamn... It fits him like a glove. Well, I know um, about that song. The piano's done by uh, Lee England, who did it in last year's NXT Takeover Live. I mean, Bobby Roode's was meant to be for Nakamura at one point. Oh, it's such a good theme. I know, but they made it his whole character, and now Glorious. I'm sick of it. And he does low arm thing. Glorious. Sammy Zayn, thirty-three, but by the way. He has no character anymore, so. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, that's true. But uh, Nakamura's, it's like. I think that's the best fatigue complaint during the off year. So my, t I'll tell you my number one at the moment. I was going to choose Nakamura, but I'm going to change it. But as for Nakamura himself, I feel like best crowd participation for a song. Definitely. I know what you're going to say. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. I'm just going to go straight out there. I'm going to say Finn Balor. Yeah. I was thinking that. When you think about combining an act yeah. with, an th with an entrance... Your emotion with the song. It's there's no one better. It's more that when he puts his hands up and the lights go on. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It's so epic. It's really, really good. It reminds me it sounds very similar to a Royal Blood song. That's how I think. Like Oh that's a good point. Yeah, I can hear that. I could like it's one of the only there are not many wrestling dun, dun, dun. songs I could listen to Maybe a Little Monster, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah, no, a little, little monster. Or maybe a bit of a ten-tongue skeleton, you know. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. But yeah. the song as a whole, I feel, really suits his character, whether normal or demon. Yeah. And more so with how he does it. With his entrance, he, like, plays to the music, and the music plays to his character when he's the demon. Yeah. That's why I feel it works That's, so that's much. a good point, yeah. Yeah. Um. So what would be your number one of present? I shot a human, I shot him with my gun. Is number one? No, but it's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, I don't know if it would be my number one, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Alistair's Black theme song. Okay. At the minute. Oh, and it is a live performance? Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. How does that go again? In fairness, that is really good. It's so it pumps you up like that. Fuck, absolutely. I feel like that song. Even. How we will never be. Yeah, it's fantastic. For main roster now, I feel like your character needs to have a great uh, theme in order for you to be big. Yeah. Well, what I was about to say before I just saw the Roman Reigns. Reigns? Reigns? Even the Shield, that was such a weak song for the Shield to have yeah. about her. Even their intro made their song, but like, as well, that's like so generic. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah. But, okay, and uh, is there any honorable mention you want to make for present? Teddy Omegas. How does that go again? Oh, I can't even think. I, I have so many other songs stuck in my head at the minute. I can think of his uh, Terminator, Terminator entrance. Uh, yeah. See, the thing about... <laughs> I'm going to let you go for a little bit longer. Okay.
had none. The thing about <laughs> wrestling entrances <laughs> is that it's the first five seconds that make them. Yeah. If you don't have a strong first five seconds, you're screwed. Yeah. Even if you hear like the Big Show's theme isn't great. Well, it's the Big Show. But after that, that's iconic. Even if you're Daniel Bryan, like it's all about that first five seconds. Once you win the match, how it sounds once you win is what makes it. I feel like. Or. Rusev M. Rusev Puchia. Rusev Matka. But my number one of all time is. Oh, it's tough. I'm stuck between about four to five. Now, you know what? I'm going to give Shawn Michaels an honorable mention. Oh, I was about to go for. Oh, really? Time to play the game. (laughs) Done it, You're going for Shawn Michaels? No, I'm going to give him an honorable mention, though. I'm also really? going to give CM Punk an honorable mention for Colt's personality. Can I give John Cena per, uh honorable mention? Uh, I suppose. Kurt Angle, too. You suck. You suck. You suck. Yeah, no, that's fair. Kurt Angle's theme's really good. What's Brock Lesnar's theme? Very boring, isn't it? Down and out of Dun, 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 dun. Oh, dun, okay, what's well, a great dun, dun, theme. Yeah. Uh... I hear voices in, in my, my head, head. They, they come to me, me. They, they understand, they talk to me. Like, that's a great thing. His old one used to be great. Yeah. I feel like the peak um, wrestling themes is, like, 2000s to 2010. Like, even if you listen to, like, um, Edge, Edge's theme, one of my favorites ever. You think you know me. On this day, I, I see, see clearly. clearly. Like, you ever heard of the you ever heard the rated RKO theme, which is a combination of Randy Orton's and Edge's? It's no, great. I have not heard that. It's fantastic. You gotta listen to it. Oh, Jericho's theme's good. Oh, Break. I can't believe I forgot about Jericho's. Break yeah. The wall. Damn, Jericho. Like the old themes used to be really good, but a lot of people now their themes are like you can't really like remember them that much. What about The Rock? I didn't like The Rocks. Yeah. No, it's like way. I feel like of all the big people from that era, I feel like here's this Austin <laughs> or even McFoley behind. Yeah. Dun, 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 yeah dun, even the, dun, dun, the car cross that opens up. I think Stone Cold has to be up there. Stone Cold's one of the best of all time. Yeah. Without a doubt. Because it's like the... Yeah, Dean Ambrose is such a rip-off. We have to pick your number one. Oh, I like Ultimate Warrior. Fuck. No, I don't. No? Ultimate no. Warrior is pretty cool. Um, uh, Undertaker's? Undertaker's for iconicness. Not for best song, but for more when you hear that first dumb and the lights go off, you're like, oh shit, it's about to go down. Shit is going down. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give that number one for Iconic. Iconic. Not uh, best song. Number though. one. Let me have a look, see what people says. Number one, either NWO or DX. I can't remember NWO's for the life of me. Oh, what I like, actually. Stings. Or um, even uh, Ric Flair's. I like Starla Flair. Starla Flair has the same one, but it's kind of cool. And it's like a dubstep version. Okay, when you type in WWE theme, we have... Oh, this is a good one, actually. The Phenomenal AJ Styles. Yeah. They don't want none. Ain't no way breaking this redneck. I was country boy with uh, catch strength. Yeah. Uh, Sonsuke Nakamura, as you said, and John Cena, as I said. Oh, I just mean he's typing best. Um, Do you know what entrance I remember as well? Now that I'm just have now that I'm in front of the mic. Mister Kennedy. Kennedy. 
son. Oh no, he took drugs. He's not my son. <laughs> He's not my son anymore. Hornswoggle, uh, you're my new son. But David what? Was a, David's a great one. I used to sing all the. I used to like drive my mom mad when I used to yeah. just walk in there and go, I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. Come, Come on! on. Kofi Kingston, 2019. Yeah, that's a good one. And I don't know. Let's do another thing. Our one's better. It's better than the internet. So, well, since we did past, present, we might as well go future, even though he's dead, Alistair Black, to end our WWE theme. I'm going to ask you to say your favorite NXT theme. No, this is very tricky because I have the things in NXT. Alistair Black, still. No. Yeah. Um, I have a little thing. It's such a good theme. I think Alistair Black's is really good. It probably is the best. Uh, oh, what is that? Ono's is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate? What's his girl like? Uh, I don't know. I, it's the called the Nog girl. I can't remember. Dunn's it. not really good, too. Bruiserweight. Yeah. I don't even think he's in NXT at the moment. I don't know, they're all catchy, but they're not all... The nun is... The only one that's iconic, I think, is Aleister Black's. Yeah. I don't think any of them can top that right now. Oh, we will never be equal to dudes. Yeah. So, you want to say anything about wrestling before we go off? Because we have two more. Wrestling is amazing, and you should watch it if you don't. Well, I can argue with that. <laughs> I I think wrestling is a very great sport, great entertainment. If you, the worst thing about wrestling is the people anti wrestling are like it's fake. In wrestling, there's something for everybody. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The worst thing I'm trying to get, like I've got my brother into it, and I'm just trying to get my girlfriend into it, and that's proving tougher than yeah. Because like it's just fake. I'm like, no, it doesn't matter if it's yeah. Fake I don't care. Movies are fake. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're telling a story. Yeah, uh, God, gone off a It's yeah. frustrating. It is frustrating. Yeah, but uh, fuck you for saying it's yeah. fake. Me and Luke will probably do a wrestling podcast of some kind next year. We probably will. Yeah, we probably should actually It'd be good fun. Um, but as for music, go listen to name an artist. Jamie T. Go listen to Jamie T. Three six five. Am I right in saying that? Uh, I think. Are you thinking of uh, three hundred and sixty-eight? Three six eight. The one you told me to listen to. Three hundred and sixty-eight. Okay, so everyone go listen to some Jamie T. This is ODB Melodies. We're done for another week. Um, go love your parents. Have a great love your parents, love your girlfriend, love your siblings, love your pets, love your buddies, love your co host Liam DeBrun. And Luke Keenan, thanks very much for listening. Have a great week. See you next week. Goodbye.